Welcome to NIL Undressed. I'm Ryan Schockner, and today I'm sitting down with the future Hall of Famer if Rock Hill, South Carolina had a Hall of Fame. He's a scratch golfer and soon-to-be mayor of Rock Hill, South Carolina, or College uh, Football USA, Dr. Cheney Robinson. Ryan, glad to be with you, bud. Doc, uh, you know, we just rolled out of Thanksgiving and typically, you know, the news cycle slows down a little bit, but not in not with college football no, uh, not and not in, in college sports and especially the NIL world. So today we're really excited. We're going to tackle some of these coaches that are, um, you know, beating the drums, uh, screaming for NIL money. We're going to talk about the NCAA and their push to get federal regulation. We're going to talk about Texas Tech and their new deal for all of their football players. And then we're going to finish talking about a high school athlete who was the first one in in their state to sign an NIL deal. So, Doc, you ready to roll? Yeah, got a lot to cover today. Let's get in it. Let's do Man. it. And, and I'll tell you what, like I, very few things get my blood boiling. Uh, <laughs> But these first two topics we're going to talk about today do it, right? And I haven't pinpointed why yet, Uh, but I just know that uh, maybe it's the lack of self-awareness, the the, the passing the buck, that those type of things that that come to mind with these two issues. But we had uh, PJ Fleck who's the row the boat guy, uh, I believe he was Western Michigan, went to, to Minnesota. They were building brand new facilities, has not done a bad job uh, in Minnesota. Now, this past year, I think, you know, maybe a little bit under five. I don't know if they made a bowl game, um, but he gets on his uh, his press conference and he says, in order for us to compete, in order for us to win, we need the fans to start kicking in NIL money, right? and and then a couple days later, um, you have the UConn football coach, Mora, who comes out and he says, listen, if you want us to compete and beat the North Carolinas, the North Carolina States, the Wake Forests, if you want us to beat those guys, then you need the fans need to kick in um, NIL money. And if you don't, then you don't deserve to, and I quote, bitch about the results, right? And so, like, at what point do these coaches take any sort of responsibility? Uh, because, you know, these programs, well, not, you know, UConn is 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 up and down, right? Uh, Minnesota, historically, is not a bad program, right? I mean, their record is good. Now you can debate conference strength and, and you know, all that all day long. But not a bad program. Right. But... What did they do before NIL? Like, is is this just now like I'm not doing my job recruiting or I'm not in the right location? I'm not a good coach. I don't have the right staff. So now I just blame NIL. So nothing can be my fault. That's right. Well, when the pass in the buck, right? And I know you saw the movie, The Program. Remember, I think mid-90s that, that came out. Joe Kane was the quarterback, Heisman candidate. And you and you saw at the the end of the movie. As soon as the season was over, all the coaches had their bags packed and they were on the on the recruiting trail immediately, right? And I, yes. think that's what, I think that's what coaches aren't necessarily doing or focusing on 
as much as they should anymore. And let's let's backtrack too. And you said this kind of gets you gets you fired up a little bit. Um, and I know we're going to do this at, at another episode where we kind of get your background and and kind of get your heart for for why you're doing this. But if if you and I know you're not going to do it, but if you panned your camera over to your right, there's a figurine over there of a, a pretty bullish kind of animal, right? Yeah. And that animal doesn't take any crap off of anybody and butts his nose right in the middle of it and gets up to the front of the line. Yeah. And that's been your mindset. And that's what's made you successful um, in all the ventures that you've done. And even in this space too. And it's kind of like, but that's your mindset. And it's not necessarily these coaches mindset. And if it were, then I think you would be, if, if they were crying foul with NIL, but they had that mindset, then I don't think it bothers you quite as much. No, I think, you know, and, and we're talking about a rhinoceros, right? And there's a whole story that that goes behind it. You know, they the head down, if they want to drink water, they just put their head down. They go drink water. They don't care what other animals are around them. They just go and and accomplish, right? They take action. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's the, it's the transfer portal, um, the, you know, the, you get in a, in a system and at a place at a location for a couple of years and you start to ease up a little bit. But I, I think, you know, if I think about it, there's a couple of things that bother me with, you know, when they say we need NIL to compete to me, they're saying to the, to the college athletes, the guys that they're going out there for is all you're about is money. And we talk to tons of college athletes. Very few are actually participating in name, image, and likeness. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of these guys just want an opportunity. And I'll give you an example, right? You, we have uh, Missouri, who had a phenomenal team this year. They had a walk-on running back that came from D2 that literally steamrolled the SEC, Right. So, so these kids are out there, right. But, but in their comments saying that we need NIL, they're saying that all these, we just need to buy these players. And I just think they're, they're doing these kids a disservice, the hardest job, their job. I mean, all these coaches know football, they all can coach, right. It's all about recruiting. And if you look at the top teams, when the, when those coaches got there, right. And they didn't have the systems in place. So you look at the Alabama, the Clemsons, the Georgias, you name it, right? Those coaches were on the road um, day in and day out. Like they, it was a 365 day a year job. Kirby Smart, I remember hearing interviews about, um, he'd give his talk to the to the team Friday night they have a game Saturday in between that time he's out visiting recruits watching college or high school football games right yeah. and so it is literally and and if you want to be to that level right then those are the things you have to do it's not that they have NIL money and that's that's why they're successful and to prove that we all we have to do is look down to college station in Texas A&M Right. They had they, they had a uh, hundred sixty million dollar uh, sign off to uh, check to to um, to coach Fisher. Right. Which which he got half that basically to yeah. not coach. But they have the deepest pockets in in um, 
in NIL, right? It's like that oil that just keeps pumping up from the ground. This money just keeps pumping up, pumping up. And so if it were about NIL, right, if that were in today's era, the key to success, would we not be watching Texas A&M in the national championship? No, I think you're exactly right. And and we would be if that were, if that were the, the key to this. But I think what we're, what we're finding is it's not. It's not. It's still it the base, the basics. That's right. It complements, but you got to be doing all the other stuff too. Yes. You got to coach them. You got to coach them up. You got to get them motivated. You got to recruit them. And then the NIL helps to complement those things that you do. Um, and you got to do those 24 seven. And you talk about Kirby Smart and it was nuts too. thinking about his schedule. When I think they were preparing for a national championship at Alabama, he'd been named coach at Georgia. So he's, He's he's coaching, trying to get prepared for a national championship game. Plus, he's recruiting for the University of Georgia, which is his alma mater, right? So I don't know that he slept for a couple months. I, he probably didn't. Because he did it. He got out there, and, and, and he was very action-oriented. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and NIL, is it a piece of the pie now? Yes, absolutely. It's a piece of the pie. Um, is transfer portal a piece of the pie? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, the job is still the job. It's about recruiting and finding the right people. And I say on the flip side, then you have an article comes out with with uh, Coach Prime, right? Deion Sanders saying, hey, you know, if you're looking for a paycheck, we're not an ATM here. Like we're looking for the right guys. And, you know, they had a phenomenal start. I think they, they tailed off a little bit uh, at the back end of the year. But what a night and day difference uh, in attitude, in momentum, in the feeling around that program, right? The enro- I can't wait to see the enrollment numbers off of it. But he's out there on social media saying the exact opposite. That's right. right. We're not an ATM, and they have they have some players that are getting some deals, right? Primarily his his it's kids fine. have, have yep. some. Uh, Travis Hunter's got some deals, right? Yeah. Um, but, but he's saying, no, you got to come here. If you really want that paycheck, that big paycheck comes from, uh, making it to the NFL. And that's, that's, right. and that's what we're going to get you ready for. And, and that's his message. And he puts that on all his social media with all his, I don't know, millions of followers. And so you just have this, this different, um, attitude of, uh, you know, NIL and how it's used and what your job is as a coach. And it's just, it just, it, 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 my blood gets boiling with it, man. You yeah. can tell my blood gets yeah. boiling slowly. Well, you got, and you, like you said, there are different perspectives on the purpose and how to use it. Right. And like you said, Coach Prime, he's out there. He's saying, hey, you're going, you're going to be around top athletes. You're going to be around those athletes that have been at the top, you know, you look at, he's talking, what are you talking about? Hire Warren Sapp, I think. I, I think they brought him on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that it's officially been announced, but yeah. Right. But you got Warren Sapp kind of former athletes that are on the sidelines that you're getting the hobnob with. Right. And then it, then the fact too is, Hey, we're going to prepare you and put you in a position to be successful to take that next step. Yeah. And that's, I think that it's, that's what I guess brings it back home to, okay, that's why we're doing what we're doing here. And you'd like to think that Stoops at Kentucky, <laughs> Mora, who's been all over, right? I mean, yeah. the Falcons, UCLA, 
Now, and, and, and maybe another stop or two before UConn, you, you think that he would understand that too. You know, and then Fleck, right? You know, all three of those guys are most recently the ones that have have, have sounded the IL foghorn. Yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be more to come, right? It seems to be that's like the end thing to do now for coaches when they don't have the strongest year um, is to is to blame um, NIL for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, one more comment, and then we'll move on to to the other topic that uh, that that gets my blood boiling. Uh, that being the NCAA, but um, for for them to say that the fans don't have the right to complain about the performance of the program and the coaching staff because the fans aren't giving more money, right? They have to buy tickets, they're tailgating, they're buying concessions, they're buying gear, all this. Now they have to give more money. And if they don't for NIL purposes, then they don't have the right to complain about the status of like, I I mean, (laughs) we heard this a month ago from Tyler from Spartanburg. Yeah. And then Dabo gets all over him. Again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I've got to think that there may be a little bit going on behind the scenes there. Of Because you look at the schedule, they were 4-4 four and four at the time, and they ended up 8-4 and four after yeah. that conversation. Yep. I, think, I think there may have been something going on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're a coach, right? You're yep. a coach. You, you understand that you're going to get – I mean, you win, you're going to get criticized for not winning big enough. Uh, you lose, you're going to get criticized for losing, right? Like there is no winning. E- even even Kirby Smart, Nick Saban. I mean, look at. I mean, if Nick Saban doesn't win a national championship, you've got you know a good chunk of the Alabama fan base that says that he should get fired. So yeah, you know, and he's rolling off there. You know, he's playing an SEC championship. I mean, they're they're almost like cemented in there. So it's uh, part of the job. These guys, I think, they just need to toughen up. It is, it's ridiculous. No, there's there's definitely a, a modicum of that. I think, too, it's it's so funny you talk about this. I mean, even you lose a game, and it's, now it's fire saving. Uh, and I'm sure somebody's already got fireelco.com. Somebody's already got that domain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just so yeah. just so when he loses, the, you know, you've seen the commercial, too, the Dr. Pepper commercial, where it came out this year, and everybody's they're destroying everything. And uh, Bosworth, you know, was the the police officer, and he was like, "Guys, that was the first play of the season." Yeah, come on, no, come on. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's let's uh, let's transition then. Let's talk about the NCAA, right? Because the the president of the NCAA gave a uh, an interview um, talking about why they are trying to get federal. Uh, the federal government to basically regulate NIL and hand them the the controls for this. Right. Um, And, you know, the comment that there are no rules in NIL right after he said that the states make the rules, right? Uh, So states make the rules, but then he says there are no rules. And I, Listen, can it be both ways? So so you're saying that there the states make the rules, then you say there are no rules. You can't have it both ways. And so that you know, that's just kind of point one on that. Yeah. Um, you know, he did make some good, he did make some good uh, so I'm not you know attacking 
the NCAA. I'm merely pointing out the uh, the flaws, perhaps, in their argument. Sure. He did make some uh, some good points, and he said that you know there's a lot of um, the you know like agents. Maybe we need to regulate agents um, and. Uh, you know, that sort of thing, right? So that they can't get, you know, a bigger percentage, or maybe there's some sort of, uh, they've got, they have to work in a fiduciary capacity for their, and maybe there's a standard set of contracts for certain things or, you know, um, contract language. So I enjoyed that. He did, he did say that, you know, it's yeah. challenging because you have the, uh, multiple states, right, with with a little bit different tweaks on their NIL laws, right? Yeah. And but then you have you know conferences that manage uh, teams that are in different states, and how do they oversee it? Now, I don't. And I had, now, disclaimer: I have not read every state's NIL law, but from the ones I have read, they are all fairly similar, right? Um, and so, you know, that they have this, but to me, this is to, to go then to the federal government and I'm not, you know, who cares? I don't care who you vote for, but we're talking, you're asking the guys that put us $33 trillion in debt as a country are going to solve this NIL problem. I mean, I, I, I don't know about that. Right. Like, I, I think, I think there's probably some sharper people and there's some things that, uh, that maybe they should focus on instead of name image and likeness um but i, I mean it's just what, what are what are they what how long before the ncaa is gone because they don't have a very good track record here 20, 25 26 i think is will be the first year that's your prediction that's your magic eight ball yeah now did and, and remind and correct me if i'm wrong I thought that there it was it was said okay states you control you govern NIL and then I thought the NCA came out and said well our laws our governing body supersedes state they did okay they did say that and this and and just Charlie Baker who was a governor of Massachusetts so he's familiar with how government works theoretically yeah, I mean, let's just go through. Let's go through just the the litany of comical errors that this year the NCAA has made. Right. So, so first of all, the the group that now wants to govern uh, NIL was the one that was fighting against it. Right. So the the ones that didn't want NIL now want to govern NIL, and they had to lose in a court battle in order to allow name image and likeness right yeah then you have the group that said hey the ncaa rules supersede state laws and that the member institutions need to ignore the state laws and follow our rules right so there's two things <laughs> then we have um the jmu who uh you know played they moved from d2 to d1 played a D1 schedule from the beginning and have dominated more or less since they came into division one and the NCAA saying, no, you can't participate in a bowl game. Uh, and then you have the Tez Wright issue at North Carolina, which they eventually let him play, uh, yeah, but it was halfway through the season. So oh. like, I mean, at that point, North Carolina, you know, that you have to adjust to a new player. This kid lost a, a big stage to try and go pro. Um, and, and so you have these, 
these decisions that are being made and and they're saying that we're the best ones to manage name image and likeness and it's like i don't know like it it, it it's almost like you had TCU in Georgia that played in the national championship last year it's almost like at you know Georgia wins and they won decisively right yeah. it's almost like you know TCU saying uh, lobbying and saying, Hey, uh, we need a rematch here and we're going to call, we're going to be the referees and we're going to make the rules moving forward. Uh, because we didn't like the result, right? We didn't like that Georgia won their second, like in, in what world are these people living in where, where it, it, it's just, it's, it is completely baffling to me, the thought process of this, you know, governing body that is not now supposed to, you know, be entitled to manage all of this. Right. Well, I wonder if there's not some kind of a, a foundational set of criteria to make their decisions, or is it one off? Every one of them is just a one off, and it's just how do we feel this particular day as we're trying to determine? What we're going I to think do. it gets. I think it'll. It, it, it'll get a little bit worse because the JMU decision, it went to four different committees within the NCAA and all four committees said that they shouldn't be allowed to play in a bowl game. And so like, at, at what point do we just look at common sense, right? At what yeah. point does that win out? Yeah. You know? And, and, you know, I'm not saying, hey, we need to break all these rules and just do away. Like, th- th- there are certain rules that need to be there and are there and are good rules. But when stuff comes up and, and it is just egregious enough to where, you know, the public is scratching their head saying, yeah, I mean, you need to let this kid play or you need to let this team participate in their conference championship and um, go to a bowl game because they were – uh, 10 and one on the season and dominated the conference, you know, common sense has got to prevail at some point. And it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of that, you know, rolling through the NCAA at this point. Well, I, I think that's, I think you're right, but I think there's common sense and the NCAA going and trying to get it federally mandated because now it's, now you can't just decide, okay, we want to participate or we're just going to back out or we're going to go set up our own entity over here and we'll play in our sandbox over here and, you know, y'all do whatever you want to over there. Yeah. And I think that's that that's the final straw. And I'm, I've got to assume, hopefully the federal government sees this and says, or whoever's doing the, the federal regulation that, no, <laughs> you guys have had your chance. We're going. We're going to see if Mark Cuban can clean this thing up a little bit. Yeah, because because really, I don't think it's that complicated. Yeah. Uh, I think they're making it more complicated. You know, by saying that there are no rules, but in the same breath saying that there are rules. You know, you know that's one of the things. The other thing, you know, it, largely when we talk NIL right now, we're talking about collectives and we're talking about college football, right? And and even he made that. Uh, that observation, but then he went on to say that, you know, there's even at a lot of the, the, you know, smaller D ones, D twos, D threes, there's not really a whole lot of name, image, and likeness going on. And, 
you know, we, we know just from this show that that couldn't be farther from the truth. Uh, there is a lot of name, image, and likeness going on. Is it from the collectives? No. Uh, it's actually entrepreneurial-minded student-athletes yeah. that are getting out there and creating opportunities for themselves. And so we 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 need to separate this um, and not govern, try and govern the collectives and at the same time hurt all these other athletes uh, that are that are out there. And listen, the collectives, as much as you want to say pay for play, right? And I've said it at times, right? Because on the outside, it is these student athletes do have to complete tasks for this money. And it's not playing football. They have to complete marketing tasks and to govern or put a set value on a certain activity is ridiculous because how can you say for company A, that value is the same as it is for company B? Now you're trying to regulate the private sector and you know, you're going to get the the middle finger from the private sector on that one. Right. You're going to you're going you're going to get told where to where to stick it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's it's it talking you know you're talking about these athletes, and we've had just about every athlete we've had on the show has done it on their own, right? Grassroots. They've done it. They they haven't had any support, and basically they like you've even talked about this too with McKenzie using the logo, like don't use yeah. the logo. Yeah. So they're yeah, not. I getting, mean- they're really not getting a whole lot of help from the from the colleges and universities, but at the same time, I understand that from the college university administrative perspective, we don't know what the implications of this are. So it's better to be very reserved rather than diving in head first. I mean, we've even talked with some colleges, uh, athletic directors, and they don't do they don't allow NIL. Right. Like even if a well, they ha- they would have to, but they don't they don't support it in any They're not way. supporting it in any form or fashion, right? Yep. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but a university saying you can't use a logo would that be considered a rule? It sounds like that would be a rule. Okay. All right. Just one of the just one of the make sure clarify that. Yeah. 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 Uh, just one of the make like sure. That would be a rule. Hey, I also want to hit on this. Uh, you have Duke's coach uh, who did a phenomenal job, you know, in his his few years at Duke that just took over at Texas A&M. Um, you have a uh, a coordinator from Oklahoma that's now at Mississippi State, and you're going to see the musical chairs and all this type of stuff. And um, you've got these coaches that are are able to move and whenever they want for whatever deal they want, they can, you know – you name it, right? There's no restrictions on them doing that. And then you get these people that are knocking the transfer portal because now the athletes have that same ability when, you know, I would say that uh, most of those football players that are playing or that are on Duke's roster right now went there because of Elko. Right. And, and now, yeah, do they have a good uh, university that if they graduate from there, that is going to go a long way? Absolutely. But athletes view themselves as athletes even after they're not athletes anymore. And so, no, you think that you have a guy that's going to help get you to the next level, meaning pro or at least high level college. And it, it, this is why the transfer portal needs needs to be there and uh, you know in in the manner that it is right now and that's just my two cents yeah no you're you're right and the, 
you look at talking about Elko in particular, going from he was at Duke two years, right? As head coach, and now he's now he's over at Texas A&M, where he came from to go to Duke. He was defensive coordinator for a couple of years while he was at Texas A&M before going, taking a head job at, at Duke. So it's, I mean, there's a, a kind of a seamless transition there to get somebody back um, who's, who's been there, who knows the culture, who understands recruiting and, and, and just the, the university in and of itself. But if you look at his resume, if you will, graduate assistant one year, and then he's at, I think Hofstra for a year. And then it's, you know, a couple of other schools for a year to go to your point of, and the coaches bounce around, right? And I'm I'm taking this position, this position coach, and now I'm going here, and I'm you know now I'm spending two, maybe three years here, and I'm trying to improve my my station as well within my my coaching resume. So I, I think we can't hold this against the athletes for wanting to improve their situation too. Whether it's can I get more more playing time somewhere else? Do I get more? publicity playing somewhere else, all those are playing into the decision-making process and ultimately trying to get them to the next level. And that, But that's where I think NIO could help complement that to, and we know the percentages, you know, high school to college, very small, college to pro, even smaller, of helping these athletes be able to understand, okay, you know, it's not just, and you already said it, well, you, you, you still see yourself as an athlete. Yeah, you play college baseball. Same, right? Everybody that that played is still. I see myself now. I'm a lot bigger athlete than I used to be, but I still see myself lower. And yes, uh, I hear you. Um, but that's where I think these what we're what we're being able to do and get in front of these athletes and and just in athlete development in in general is, hey, you are an athlete, but you're a lot more too. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right, let's go now. Let's let's go down to uh I believe it's Lubbock, Texas, right? Where is that where the home of Texas Tech? Yep. And uh their football team uh just announced that all 85 scholarship football players and then the 20 walk-ons that they're going to have all are going to get NIL deals worth 25,000, right? Yep. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting uh cuz we're going to be able to test these theories of is you know is it the nil so you know based on that uh on on minnesota and yukon's uh theory here of of nil we should be seeing texas tech next year compete for a shot in the playoffs now it's going to be expanded so it's not just going to be top four but because of that it's not going to come down to coaching it's not going to come down to um you know the players they bring in not none of that it'll it'll be because of name image and likeness right no, <laughs> so it'll be a fun one to watch. It will. And they, when did they announce? It was it a couple hundred million facility upgrades. And I think you have to repeat that. Well, I think they didn't. They didn't. They announced a couple million, couple hundred million facility upgrades. Facility upgrade. Yep. Right. And I yep. think you know, one hundred five times twenty five thousand. You're talking about two point six million for your for the football team. Yep. The so, magic wand, though. According to some of this logic of these other coaches, that's the magic wand they needed, and we should see them completing competing for a shot in the playoffs. That's going to cure everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, now, now, like you said, we'll get to do the study of. Okay, here's here it is. Now let's see what the end result is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
But then, then you know, we have, well I, but you know, just as well as I do, 25 is, if it doesn't work, 25,000 is not enough. We need 50,000. Yeah. 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 The numbers never, the numbers is never, never real. right. It's it's like, not, and it should come from the fans. That's well, it's like landscaping companies. It's, it's getting too much sun and not enough sun. It's too much water and not enough water. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's the best perfect analogy. Um, now, now we have uh, a high school basketball player that Adidas just signed, right? And so he has a, um, a valuation on on three of uh, two hundred sixty nine thousand, or or right around there. He's the number twenty two um, on his high sc- high school basketball NIL rank, right? Yeah. Um, and you know he, he's this is pretty cool, right? I mean, here's an opportunity for a kid. Um, that, you know, yes, he's going to be getting money, but he's also getting exposure to the business side of, of sports. And now he can, you know, he can start thinking bigger about what his future is, right? Yes. He's going to go on and play, you know, probably college ball somewhere. And, uh, but it's also now that I have this base here of, of some, you know, some finances, what can what else can I create? And it's it's paving the way. Um, you know, of course, it's going to get some news because it's one of the the first you know high school deals, especially from Adidas. Um, but hey, congrats to uh, I believe his name was Darren, uh, Darren Peterson. Um, so congrats, young man. Use it wisely. Uh, wow. Use this as kind of a launching pad for uh, what could be now. Right the, now, the vision's got to get a little bit bigger. Right. Well, and did, um, we, you kind of blanked on me when, when the screen went out just a second. Did you talk about where he was from and where he where he moved from? I didn't mention that. No, because I'm I'm pretty sure and check it. You know, fact check this. I think he was from Ohio, which doesn't allow nil deals for high school athletes. And now he's in West Virginia, so he moved to West Virginia to be able to get this deal. Now I'm, I'm sure there were other factors there, but. Now that he's in West Virginia, which allows NIL deals for high school athletes, he's able to capitalize uh, and take advantage of this this opportunity in partnership with Adidas. Yeah, and so and and so that's tax money that goes to the state, right? Because he he will have to pay taxes on this. Um, they're going to spend some of that money in the state, right? And so um, it, and even though these high school deals are going to be so few and far between, right? Like deals like this you know, at least for the time being, aren't going to just keep rolling off. Uh, but it, it's a win, right? So some of these states that don't have rules for high school athletes, you know, you're you're at in jeopardy of losing some of that, right? Uh, just because of, I don't know, stubbornness, hardheadedness, wanting to, to live in the past, um, I don't know. You name it. I think they got to be forward thinking. And and I I saw this too. It was a, a guy that played um, at a at a high school, you know, thirty minutes from where I grew up. Phenomenal. Ended up going to Cincinnati. He moved to Ohio and went to and finished high school in Cincinnati. Went to the University of Cincinnati, and then ended up in the NBA for a few years. But I mean, he finished out his high school career in Albany, Georgia. And then moves up to Ohio to to finish out high school, right? And then you know I, I look at that and I kind of you got to if if NIL were a thing then 
that would like Georgia doesn't do it, but Ohio does. Well, I'm moving up here and go take advantage of this. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think it's, you know, again, it's um, forward thinking and it's, and it's almost the same message um, that I would send to these coaches. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a different landscape in college sports. Right. And, and what do you preach to your players after a loss? You got to figure out what went wrong and fix it moving forward. It's the adapt and overcome. And, you know, you're in a different world. You got to adapt and overcome. You would bench a player if they were complaining and blaming someone else. And um, I don't know, maybe that needs to happen to to some of these coaches uh, that they just need to be canned for it. I don't know. Uh, you know I don't know what the what the uh the end result will be or or what it, there should be but but blaming the fans for for your lack of of winning or telling them that they don't have the right to be frustrated over a bad season that nah, i mean uh-uh right well and i think there's <clears throat> we're going to see a lot of movement on a lot of different levels and just sports in general over these next couple of years um biggest ticket item i think it probably will see the NCA no longer be the governing body for yeah. Division One football. Yeah, or you carve out yeah D one football a certain oh. amount of programs. You know, there's probably fifty or sixty programs that probably operate at a different level that that just form their own um, deal outside of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, man, I love this. I love this back and forth, this battle uh, that we go into. Um, thank you everyone for joining us on NIL Undressed. As always, every like, subscribe, share, comment is greatly appreciated.